ladies, it's Brittany Brazel. The Lord has given me a passion for motherhood and homemaking. From that passion, a ministry has birthed no higher calling. There is no higher calling on my life than to be wife to Simeon and mama to my littles. I still have so much to learn, but as I continue to grow, it is my desire to share the truths God is teaching me. Hey ladies, welcome back to the No Higher Calling podcast. I'm really excited to have Melanie Cook join me today. Melanie, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me, Brittany. I'm really excited to be here today. I'm so excited to have you. So usually when I have a guest on, um, the Lord just gives me kind of a topic with a person. Maybe they share something on social media. Maybe it's something that I've heard them speak on before. And I'm just like, you need to come on the podcast and talk about that. But the Lord has kind of laid on my heart for this year, having some ladies that I just trust that have been such a blessing to me. And maybe I don't have like a specific thing like, hey, you need to talk on this. But just I know that God has used them in so many different ways and they've encouraged me time and again. And the Lord has just kind of led me to have them on the podcast to share whatever they want to share. So that's what today's episode is. Um, And I do know what it is. Melanie gave me a heads up what we're (laughs) going to talk about today. Um, But this is really just something that the Lord put on her heart as she prayed about joining on this podcast. So I know, even just from the title, I know that the Lord is going to use this to encourage my heart. Um, So I'm excited for the overflow of people getting to listen to it, but I'm really excited for how God's going to use this in my heart, just having some of these um, topics that I didn't plan that He knows that I need to hear and that the audience needs to hear. So without further ado, I, if you want to share a little bit, Melanie, about your family and kind of what you guys are doing, you're very busy people (laughs) in ministry. Yes. Um, Well, like she said, my name is Melanie Cook. I Um, Grew up in Pennsylvania, and then I came down to Tennessee to attend Crown College, and that is where I met my husband, and he is my very best friend, Mm. and the Lord's just really, really blessed us. Um, He's given us three um, Earthside children um, that we are just so grateful for. Josiah is five, Elijah's three, and Esther is two. And um, the Lord has given us the privilege to serve here at Temple Baptist Church in Powell, Tennessee. And it's really just been amazing to see how through all of our, my life and especially here recently in my adult Mm -hmm. life, how the Lord's led me to do things that as a younger teenage girl that I always, (laughs) the things I never thought I would be doing, um, but the Lord um, led us to work with teens for many years there at the church. And now he has led us to work with the young adults. And Mm -hmm. my husband also directs um, the Lake Texoma Baptist Youth Camp that is a, an extension ministry of the Crown College here in Powell. Mm-hmm. And so we do that in the summers. We go to Texas, but then the rest of the year, we're here in Tennessee, um, just serving the Lord, um, working, um, just doing whatever the Lord calls us to do here. Yeah. And you work in the children's choir. Yes. So I get, well, Eden's goodness. She's graduated out of the preschool choir, but Knox is in there and he loves Miss Melanie. Oh, so he's you, a sweet little guy. <laughs> he is. I'm biased, but... Anyway, well, Melanie's going to speak today on when God calls you to serve on empty. And I think that's probably, we hear that title and immediately I just think of these seasons of my life where I've been there Mm -hmm. and it's a difficult place to be. And I know that you've been there. Obviously, you're busy in ministry, (laughs) not only ministry, but a mama and all of these different things. And so I'm really looking forward to what the Holy Spirit has put on your heart as you share on this. Well, thanks, Brittany. Um... This is, like Brittany said, just something that, you know, many times in life we go through different seasons where 
there's seasons of victories and um, joy and gladness, but then there's seasons of emptiness and where trials and, you know, especially when you are a wife, when you are a mom, when you are in full-time ministry, there's many times when you're going through those seasons and you can't just put a hold on everything and say, oh, wait, I'm empty. I can't serve you anymore. I can't take care of you. And, um, this is a truth that the Lord, um, made really real to me. Um, the, um, at the beginning of this year in January, um, I had a miscarriage and since then, um, the Lord has taken three of our, um, children home to be with him in heaven. And, um, in that, um, there was many times where I felt very empty and mm-hmm. I, um, was battling in my own faith and my own walk with the Lord and not really struggling with my walk, but just the questions of why. Mm-hmm. And, um, especially this last um, miscarriage was like I mentioned before, my husband directs a youth camp in Texas and, we were um, in the middle of camp season. It was mm-hmm. a week before our biggest, busiest week of the summer um, when the when the Lord took our baby home, and um, and then following that miscarriage, I um, went through a month of postpartum depression, which was something I had never ever dealt with before with any mm-hmm. of my children. And the Lord just brought me to a breaking place to realize. Um, truly just how much I needed him and just how sweet he was. And so today I just wanted to kind of share with you guys, um, some truths the Lord taught me, um, especially this past summer, but really Mm -hmm. this whole year. And I, um, I wanted to kind of point you guys back to people in the Bible that the Lord used to encourage me and strengthen me. Um, but the very first one, which I'm sure is one that when people kind of think of automatically when you think of hard times, is um, David. Mm-hmm. And there were so many times in David's life, and yet he messed up many times, yeah. and he went through hard times. But every time, over and over, God says that he was a man after God's own mm-hmm. heart. And um, a passage in the Bible that the Lord um, brought me to many times was in First Samuel chapter 30, when um, David is at Ziklag. And to many, that is a very common um, event that they know about. But for those who don't know... Um, David and his men were away, and while they were gone, his the all the women, children were taken captives, and that included David's wife and his his two wives and his children. And they get back, and all their everything was burned. Their wives were taken, their children were taken, and the Bible says in verse four it says, "Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep." And when I read that verse, the Lord just struck my heart because. Mm-hmm. In that season, that's that's where I was, mm. and um, I there was many nights where I would just cry to the Lord, and I and I I didn't even have the words to pray. Mm-hmm. I just would just cry to Him, and I and I would find um, biblical songs. I would just pray those songs to the Lord because I was hurting so bad I couldn't find the words mm-hmm. to pray. And in that verse, I was like, that's where David was. And it says that their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep. And then not only was he dealing with that hurt and that struggle of his of the people he loves most taken away, but then his people are turning against him because yeah. they're hurting as well. So not only does he have the people that he's trying to leave turning against him, he's hurting himself. Mm-hmm. And he just has all these things. And in verse 6, and it says, and David was greatly distressed. And... But then at the end of that verse, it says, but David encouraged himself in the, in the Lord, his God. 
And the Lord just challenged me on that. And it's like, no matter how distressed we are, no matter how hard we are going through, that we can encourage ourselves in the Mm -hmm. Lord, that He is there. And another thing that I had never noticed before until I had read it this past summer in verse um, 8. So we're going back to verse 7. It says, And David said, to Abathar the priest, Elimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod. And Aphiathar brought thither the ephod to David. And David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? And I had never noticed that verse before. But like, if I was David and my husband and kids were just taken away, I wouldn't even like stop and think. I would go pursue after them to try to get them back to protect them, save them. And yet David stopped. First, he encouraged himself in the Lord. And then Mm -hmm. he said he inquired at the Lord. And he didn't just make an emotional decision to go do something, but he sought the Lord's direction. And the Lord just really encouraged and challenged me on that. And in those seasons of emptiness are many times when we do not need to be making really big decisions. (laughs) There's many times... um, that I'm so thankful for my husband. He has helped me through so much, but there's many times where I would say, Oh, I need to do this, or I need to stop doing this. And he's like, no, like that's your pain speaking. Mm -hmm. He said, just get, speak to the Lord, take time to heal and seek the Lord in it. And, and that helped me so much because many times when we are in those seasons of emptiness, we want to react in out of emotion. Mm -hmm. And yet that is when we're making our our fleshly decisions. And that's when we're just going to make a bigger mess of things. Mm -hmm. And that just encouraged me so much where it says, and David encouraged himself in the Lord, but then he also inquired of the Lord on what he should do. Um, I, and um, another truth that I just thought through reading through this, but really the Lord has made so real to me this, this past year is um, in Psalm 119 verse 68, it says, thou art good and doest good. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's so many times in life where we face trials and, and seasons of emptiness and hurt and pain. And it's just, there's such a peace in knowing that God is good and he does good. Even when in the moment we don't under, we don't see the good or we don't understand how it can be good, that God does have good mm-hmm. planned. And if you continue reading in that chapter 30, you will see that David, God tells him to pursue. And the Bible says that he received all back and mm-hmm. he brought it all back. And, you know, sometimes we wonder like, why would God have him go through that? Like if he was just going to give them back, why would he let them go through that? And, you know, maybe God was teaching him a lesson. Maybe God did it to help generations to come mm-hmm. to learn through these trials, we can encourage ourselves in the Lord yeah. and that and to seek and to seek God. Um, and the second one that I want, and the second person from the Bible is um, Joseph. Mm-hmm. And we all know Joseph. I mean, even people who are not familiar with the Bible yes. knows Joseph in the coat of many colors. And if anyone had a hard life and had the right, <laughs> Joseph, <laughs> the right to complain, it was Joseph. And um, you know, he he was betrayed by those who was closest to him. He went through, he was betrayed by by so many people. He was mm-hmm. put in jail and forgotten. People made promises and broke them. And he went through trial after trial after trial. And um, in Genesis 39, um, verse 21 and 23, just kind of paraphrasing for sake of time, but it says that he was there in the prison, but the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor. Mm-hmm. And at the very end of that, verse 23, it says the Lord was with him. And, you know, that is 
is was Joseph's life. Yeah. Is even through his hard times, God was with him. And I thought it was interesting. Again, this was something I never noticed before. But you know, we know Joseph's son. One son was named Ephraim. Mm-hmm. But Ephraim means, "For God hath caused me to be fruitful in the land of my affliction." And that just encouraged me that in those 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 times of emptiness, in those afflictions, in those trials, rather than wallowing in our woe is me. Yeah. I, you know, oh, I just want to give up. Life is so hard. Rather than than focusing on our trials, focus and seek the Lord to be full of his presence, to be mm-hmm. with him so that he can make us fruitful in those in those trials. And I just thought that was so interesting that mm-hmm. he would say that God hath caused me to be fruitful in the land of my affliction. Mm-hmm. And in all of his life, he could look back and see that. And, you know... That, like I like I had mentioned before, is like there are times when we genuinely feel empty and we feel like we have nothing left to give. Um, you know, there's been many times in my life, but especially this past year where I really didn't feel like I had anything left in me. Yeah. And I felt the one, well, I just remember one night vividly, I, I just cried before my husband. I said, I am so broken and there's nothing left in me to give to anyone. And how am I supposed to wake up and continue to serve and to, and to lead and to make these, these decisions and to, and to be the mom I need to be to my children and be mm-hmm. the example I need to be. And, you know, like the Lord just kept reminding me that it's not me mm-hmm. and it's not in my own strength. And, and really that's kind of the main theme of this whole um, podcast really is, you know, we can't serve on empty. Yeah. We can't. Um, but we can with God's strength. Mm-hmm. And and I do think, and I kind of meant to start with this, but I'll put it in now, is that especially in this culture, um, the self-care movement mm-hmm. is very prevalent. And and I'm not saying this whole podcast or lesson or, or anything that it's a call to burnout. And it's, mm-hmm. it's not. Um, God doesn't call us to burnout. He calls us to be stewards of the body he's given us to be... Um, to take times of rest. I mean, even Jesus Christ mm-hmm. went and had yes. times of rest. But many times in our society, we are encouraged for the superficial things that do not truly satisfy mm-hmm. or fill. The things of this world that maybe brings you know pleasure and contentment for a moment, but then we turn around and we're just as empty as we were before. And so while it's not a call to burnout, it's, a, it's an encouragement and a challenge to be intentional on who we are getting our filling from Mm -hmm. and who we are finding our satisfaction from. And, um, and I think that's so important to realize that because we can't do it. Mm -hmm. We, we can't, we can't serve on empty. And you hear that all the time. Oh, you can't pour out of an empty cup, Mm -hmm. you know, especially in ministry. That's something I think we, people hear a lot. And, um, and it is true that we can't pour out of an empty cup, but there are times where God does call us to keep pouring even when we feel empty, yeah. but it's because he doesn't want us to pour our, out of our mm-hmm. ourselves. We want us to pour out more of him. Yes. And he just becomes so much more real. I don't know if that's proper grammar yeah. or not, but he becomes so real to you when you realize that you don't have it in you and you mm-hmm. you are broken. You you can't be used. But God is the is the master potter mm-hmm. and he he is so sufficient. Um and then also um 
Another one was Naomi, mm. and that might not be one that people think of right away, but it was one the Lord um, just brought to my mind, especially as I was studying um, for this, is, um, you know, we know what her name was. Her name was um, because the Lord, I says she says, I went out full, and the Lord hath brought me home again empty. And that was in, in Ruth chapter one. And we look at Ruth and she was at the beginning, she lost her husband. She lost her sons. She was in a land that she wasn't familiar with and God brought her back empty. And she was not, if she felt, I mean, she said that she was empty mm-hmm. and yet looking at the life that God gave her and the end, there was a reason for that emptiness. Yeah. If she had never lost her husband, if she had never lost her sons, she Ruth never would have had to marry Boaz, mm-hmm. and they never would have had Obed, and would have been the descendants of of Jesus Christ, yeah. the Savior. And that was something that the truth the Lord taught to me, but that when I was studying, I looked at that Naomi, and I was like, wow, like, that is, that's just perfect example of how God does that, that there's mm-hmm. purpose in our emptiness many yes. times. And in the moment we don't understand, um, but we can trust that again, going back that the prevalent message is that God is good and he does good mm-hmm. and he has a purpose, um, for our emptiness. Um, Another person is um, Mary that the Lord used and that's Mary, the mother of Jesus, mm-hmm. um, and in Luke 1, she talks about, she just found out that she's expecting Jesus and she goes to um, visit Elizabeth. And, you know, we think of Mary and we think of like, oh, what an honor that was to be the mother of our Savior. And like, that is what's such an honor. Yeah. But I think many times we forget the trials that she faced yeah. in. Well, she said a sword would pierce her yes. soul. Yes. And, and just the affliction um, that you know people talked about her, her reputation, the shame, almost losing Joseph. I mean, the Lord has sent an angel to Joseph for him to even marry her. And, you know, just the trials that she faced in in, in all of her life in order to be the mother of Mm -hmm. our Savior. And... um, but when she talks to Elizabeth, she she told her, she says, My spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. He hath filled the hungry with good things. And um, when I read that verse, I instantly thought of Proverbs 27, 7. The full soul loath at the honeycomb, but to the hungry soul, every bitter thing is sweet. And um, this summer, actually, my husband preached a message on this verse, and um it, it it encouraged and helped me so much. And what he, he preached on was that, you know, we look at this as the full soul loath at the honeycomb. We think of a honeycomb as something sweet, something mm-hmm. good. And when you are full, you'll even loathe the good things. And yet it says, but to the hungry soul, every bitter thing is sweet. And, um, you know, and I thought of that verse when I read that verse in, in Luke where he says, He hath filled the hungry with good things. And, you know, if our lives were perfect and wonderful and painless mm-hmm. and joyful all the time, it would get to the point where I really believe we would loathe the good things. And, and I know even in my own life, we take those good things for granted when we mm-hmm. get too used to them. And many times God brings us to the point of emptiness. He brings yeah. us to those trials to bring us to the point where we are empty so even the bitter things become sweet to us. Mm-hmm. And and that's a and it's not it's a heart attitude that yeah. we can always have. And it's just being empty of self, empty of the world, empty of the things around us 
so that we can be hungry for the things of God mm-hmm. and realizing that when we are hungry for the things of God, that sometimes even those bitter things that are not what we wanted, not yeah. what we desire for our lives, those are things that can become so sweet to us, mm-hmm. so precious to us because of we see God's hand in it and yeah. that we see that he is good and we see his goodness. Um, well, I know I've had some times of empty, just several things in my mind, but there is, there is that sweetness, mm-hmm. you know, because when I am completely emptied of myself, there's a whole different dependency yes. on the Lord that when I'm full, that I tend to be self-sufficient. Very much so. You know, like, oh, I can just coast along. Yes. Whereas it's when I'm empty, then I'm like, Lord, I have to have you. And that's when he does. You said mm-hmm. he becomes real and hard as those seasons are, there is something so sweet. And it's a sweetness that remains. You yes. know, there are things that I look back. We lost a baby as well. And I look back and, and I still grieve that, even mm-hmm. though there's been time. I think I always will until mm-hmm. I meet them in heaven. But there is also a sweetness that God has taught me through that, um, that, you know, and I don't understand all of that in my human mind and, you know, the, the why and, you know, why couldn't we have achieved this sweetness another <laughs> way? But God knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And there is a peace that is found in just that rest and that yes. trusting in the Lord in those times of empty. And then, and I've, you said that too, but I think it's your perspective, because we can get to the times of empty, and if we don't have this heart yes. panting after God, it can become like Naomi. I mean, yes. she said, don't call me Naomi. Call me Mara. I'm, I'm bitter. I'm empty. Um, but if we have this focus, and I'm not saying it's easy. No. It's something you have to all. wrestle through. But Daily. if we have this, this focus, a heavenly perspective, mm-hmm. God can make something so bitter into something that is very sweet for the rest of our lives. Yes. So much. And just... You know, and again, just what we are are seeking, our mm-hmm. our what are we seeking our fulfillment from? You know, and you know, I'm you know I'm a major coffee lover. You know, <laughs> no matter how many cups of coffee or or girls' days out or mm-hmm. shopping trips and times alone, which there have been many times that my husband has allowed me to do that, especially during this season, which mm-hmm. I'm grateful for. But, you know, as soon as I step back in that door, you know, <laughs> the chaos like maybe even yes. more than before you went to yes. get your nails done for 30 minutes. Yes. Like, it, and it's, you know, they are sweet moments and I appreciate them yes. and they were a blessing, but they didn't, they didn't bring it's lasting fleeting fulfillment. if you find yes. your fulfillment from yes. that. Yes. And, and, and again, like I was saying, it's not that those things are bad things, but those are not the priority things. And, um. Just what we are seeking, you know, um, Isaiah 58, 11 says that he will satisfy thy soul in drought. And, you know, you could, I, th- I feel like so many times people are going through a drought season, but they are just, <laughs> okay, example, again, we worked at, at youth camp and how many times we dealt with kids who were like throwing up and sick mm. because... I mean, it was the hottest summer since 1980, the summer in camp. Oh, my goodness. And in Texas. And there were so many times where kids would come in and they'd be throwing up and they're like, I'm just so sick. And I'm like, okay, honey, so when did you drink any water last? Oh, well, I had a a monster drink and some soda. Like that's, they were drinking something, but it was hurting them worse. And what they needed was Gatorade or water to mm-hmm. to for to to sustain them, to yes. fulfill them, and to make them healthy. And I feel like um, it's something that's so easy to do, mm-hmm. um, but we just 
we need to seek the one who truly does um, satisfy and drought. Um, and just a couple of verses I just want end with sharing with you guys mm-hmm. that the Lord has um, helped me is um, Philippians 4, verse 11 and 12. Um, it's just learning, like you were saying, in whatever state we are in, there was to be content. And um, the Lord, it's on the Lord's even teaching me now, is, you know, no matter what season we're in, um, whether we are in the waiting season, whether we are in the joyful season, whether we are in the painful season, the grieving season, no matter what season it is, being content mm-hmm. and and realizing, looking back and real, seeing God in it. Um, and that just has helped so much. And then uh, another verse that helped so much was in Philippians 4.19. Um, we, many of us know that verse, but my God shall supply all my needs. And realizing that's true. Mm-hmm. And if I don't have it, I don't need it. Because God promises that he will supply all my needs. And sometimes it's, I think I need different than what he needs. Mm-hmm. But he, again, going back, God is good and he does good. And he will provide all that we need. And I can trust in that. Um, another one is First Timothy 6, 6, 6. But God, um, godliness with contentment is mm-hmm. great gain. And... Um, again, just that contentment, um, being content where we are. And, um, and the last one is Philippians four, six through seven and the peace of God, Mm. which passeth all understanding. And, um, that's what I desire for, for myself. That's what I desire for anyone listening to this. Um, all those is just, it's truly, there is a peace of God Mm. that truly passes all understanding. And, um, and it's just proof. And, and even like you said, you know, there's such sweetness to be able to look back and, you know, just, I will never forget riding, um, in the car with my husband to the second ultrasound to confirm if we had lost this last baby. And in my heart, I was praying that everything was okay. Even though deep down I, I knew I was losing the baby. I was like, Lord, please just, if there's a way, but there truly was such a peace. I even I I've just I turned and looked at my husband in the car and I said, I don't I don't understand, but I just have such peace that this it's gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. And you know, like in that moment, obviously it was hard, but like looking back, like that was such a time of sweetness. And um I'm just so thankful for that. That we have a God who is able, who is all sufficient, mm-hmm. who is loving, who is good. And no matter what we face, he does provide peace that passes all understanding. He provides all that we need. Mm-hmm. And when we just seek him, we seek his presence. We seek his encouragement, his satisfaction from him. He truly does have a purpose in it all. And he can fill our hungriness, mm-hmm. our emptiness with good things. Yeah. And, um, it's just something that has been so real to me. Yeah. And I, I hope is an encouragement to those who Definitely. are going through those seasons of emptiness mm-hmm. or about to go through those seasons of emptiness. Just realize that God is enough and mm-hmm. he desires to fill us with good things. Um, but just be careful of what we are filling ourselves with. Yeah. And, you know, when we feel empty and we don't feel like we have any more to give, we can mm-hmm. through Christ. It, it is Christ who strengthens us. And, um, and again, he's just, he is good and, and he does good even mm-hmm. in, in those seasons of emptiness.
I know something the Lord's teaching me through my seasons of emptiness too, is that this contentment and this peace brings joy. Yes. And this is something that as I'm teaching my kids, you know, sometimes you teach things to your children as a mama and then the Lord's like, are you listening to what you're saying? You know, we've been talking about how joy does not necessarily mean happiness. Joy Mm -hmm. isn't this, you know, bouncing around, everything's good, you know, ha ha, life is wonderful. Um, But joy is really found in Christ. Mm-hmm. And it's not dependent upon our circumstances. Happiness often is. There are seasons that do not bring happiness. They bring that pain. They bring that brokenness. But there can be a joy there mm-hmm. because the joy is directly connected to Christ. And the more that we can get of Him, the more of His joy that He fills us with. Mm-hmm. And I know that's just something that came to my mind as I was listening to you talk. And I loved how you brought out the example of Mary and Elizabeth. Um, because I was at a ladies meeting recently and one of the ladies just said that she had gotten this little note from a friend. Um, and it said in the note, you are my Elizabeth. She said, it said nothing else but that. Mm. And she said, it just hit my heart. Like I want to be someone's Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. And, and I love that, you know, I'm just bringing this all together you know, maybe maybe you're the Mary or the Naomi or the Joseph or the David that's in that season of emptiness. Or maybe you're sitting here reflecting on a season of emptiness. Or maybe you're on the precipice of a season of emptiness. Um, but maybe you're the Elizabeth mm-hmm. that a broken, hurting soul is going to come to. And you can have that opportunity to bask in the presence of the Lord with this person and mm-hmm. enter into that sweetness. Or you could have the opportunity to, you know, go out on that girl's day and just focus on everything other than the one thing that somebody needs. That is needful. Um, and, and so I think we cover all the bases there. Whatever season you're in, whatever aspect it is, you know, either, um, you know, if, if you're in that season of brokenness, hopefully this encourages you to look to the Lord. Um, but if you're Amen. not, look for somebody that you can be an Elizabeth to mm-hmm. and that you can encourage. So this has been such a blessing to my heart, Melanie, and I know it's really going to encourage other people. And I think anytime mm-hmm. that somebody shares just from personal testimony, um, it's just there's a difference because mm-hmm. it's something that the Lord is just doing in your life and you're speaking out of the overflow to that. Um, so I am so thankful that you were willing to join me and share these things that God's teaching you. I know it'll encourage the listeners. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Brittany. I am so grateful for this opportunity. And I, I do pray um, that, like you said, you know, all those seasons, the Lord has brought so many people along side of me, um, mm-hmm. throughout these, this journey. Um, so many people like, and like you said, some of them may not even realize, um, those moments where I really, I felt like I, I was at the end of myself and the Lord yeah. used them to point me back to him, point me back to Christ. And, um, I'm so thankful for for those people and those who are, like you said, going through those emptiness. Mm-hmm. I, I pray that they can find their, they can encourage themselves yeah. in the Lord and find their joy and their strength and their peace and their um, fulfillment in Christ. Mm-hmm. Well, do you mind to close this episode yeah. out in prayer? No, I would love to. Dear Heavenly Father, I'm so grateful, Lord, for who you are. I thank you that you are a good God. I thank you that you are loving and good and kind mm-hmm. and faithful. Lord, you never fail us. And Lord, I'm so thankful that you do not leave us to walk this world alone, that you do not leave us to try to do things in our own strength. Lord, we are weak, but Lord, I'm so thankful that when we are weak, that you are strong Mm -hmm. and Lord, that you desire good for us. And Lord, I just ask you, Father, that 
you would be with anyone who is going through a season of emptiness right now, Lord, that you would just give them such a peace, dear Father. Just please help them, Lord, to find their encouragement in you, Lord. Help them to seek you, to seek your presence, to seek, Lord, just your peace and the joy that only you can give them. And Lord, I just ask you to please be with those who are not going through that season of emptiness. Just give them discernment, give them clarity, and Lord, just wisdom to to have eyes to see people the way you see them, to see those who are hurting that are going through hard times. And just help them, Lord, just to always point them to you. And Lord, again, I just want to thank you for who you are, and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I hope that the No Higher Calling podcast has been a blessing to you. If so, please subscribe, share with your friends, and engage with me on Instagram at nohighercalling underscore. You can also subscribe to receive the No Higher Calling encouragement email on my website, which is www.nohighercalling.org. This includes podcast notes, what I'm reading, spiritual encouragement, a glimpse into my home, and some of my favorite products and resources. You can also enjoy more content on the No Higher Calling YouTube channel. I pray that this podcast will encourage you to fall more in love with Jesus and to be the Christian woman he's called you to be. Thanks for listening.